Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Reeves, and my purpose is to help women grow their online businesses, influence, and income with ease. If you're ready to drop the excuses and start showing up as the boss you know you're meant to be, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode. I'm so happy you're here. And I'm so happy to be recording another episode. I'm really excited about this one. I know I say that in a lot of introductions, but this is a little mindset hack that I've been explaining a lot to a lot of my mastermind girls, which I'm going to get into. And it just dawned on me the other day, like, wow, this would make a great podcast episode. So today I'm going to be sharing with you a little mindset hack that is going to serve you throughout the rest of your life. No, really, if you can get this down, I really do believe it will be a huge game changer for you, not only in your business, but in other areas of your life as well, okay? And it's a little unconventional. I don't think I've ever heard anyone talk about what I'm about to share in in the episode this way before, but it's actually something I started doing in my own business a while ago. I just never really thought enough about it to share it. But then the other day, like I said, I was voxering a few of my mastermind girls and kept sharing this concept I'm about to share with you again and again and again and noticed a pattern and thought, oh, maybe this should be a bigger conversation. So what my girls were all at some level experiencing was they were having these sales conversations with prospects, which is pretty normal for my clients. You know, most of them are in direct sales or, you know, I mean, sales is part of everybody's lives, but I digress. And anyway, each of them were having these sales conversations with prospects and getting super invested in these people that they were talking to. And then for one reason or another, the prospect fell through. My clients ultimately got a no. And this bummed them out. And like I said, they had gotten a little invested in this particular person. And some of my girls were having conversations with potential team members. Some were having conversations about pretty big sales opportunities, you know, like things that could impact their business for sure. And the plan fell through. They got a no. And I know all of us at some point were trained to go for the no, right? That's like sales 101. Get so many no's because eventually you'll get a yes. And it's almost like whoever taught us that expects us to be robotic about it and expects us to have zero feelings about the no conversations. Even though if you're doing your job well, you've probably invested some time and effort into these conversations. So when you do get a no, it can feel like a major letdown. And I feel like what's missing from the classic go for the no system is what you do after that, how to channel your thoughts and emotions after you get turned down so that you're not falling in a downward spiral of negativity and sabotaging yourself. All right. So the mindset hack I want you to start implementing into your own business and life in general is to not only go for the no, but to celebrate the no. I want you to be thankful when you get told no. I know you probably think I'm crazy pants over here, but hear me out because like I said, 
I do this and it really has helped me so much. And I really do believe this little trick has led me to some of my best yeses. So here's my reasoning for this. Let me start out by asking you a question. When you get told no, what do you make it mean about you? And really think about that and get honest. Let's say you're having a conversation about a big potential sale or a conversation with someone who is considering joining your team and the conversation ends with the prospect saying no. At this point, what are the thoughts that start running through your head? If I had to guess, if you're like most people, your thoughts probably sound something like, what did I do wrong? I should have said that, or I shouldn't have said this, or I suck, or they didn't like me, right? You probably take it personally to some extent because you're human. That's what we do. We have an innate ability to make all things about ourselves. It's science. But herein lies a major issue because we all know at some level our thoughts control our emotions, which controls our actions. So if each time you're getting a no, you end up talking down to yourself, eventually that's really going to screw up your vibe and potentially cause you to miss out on a bigger opportunity that could be right around the corner. But if we were able to step away and look at the situation objectively, or maybe if we knew more about the story, because remember, we don't really know why they're saying no. I mean, they may give us an excuse, which could be true, but we don't really know. So if we were to look at it from a detached perspective, we can probably come up with some more realistic reasons for why this person really didn't move forward, right? Maybe they really didn't have the budget for it, or maybe they don't have the spare time to devote to a side hustle right now like they originally thought they did. There could be millions of different reasons, and nine times out of ten, it's not what you're thinking. And ultimately, regardless of what the true reason is, it all boils down to one honest truth. This person wasn't your person. That's it. They're just not a match. And that bit of information is something worth celebrating because it allows you to move on and devote your time and energy on someone who is your girl. And furthermore, if you are staying stuck on someone who has already said no, or this is applicable to people who are stringing you along too, I feel like they're in the no camp as well. All right, so when you stay stuck on them, or even worse, try and manipulate a yes into happening, this is when things go south, right? Like maybe you do go back to them and say something clever and change their mind. You know, this is for my, I don't take no for an answer peeps. I feel like these people you successfully talk into a sale or a business opportunity end up being the yeses we regret. And you know what I'm talking about. In most cases, these people end up being the team members that aren't really working the business. They're just taking up space. Or maybe this ends up being a person who buys something they deep down knew they didn't really want and ends up hating the product and leaves a bad review or asks for a refund or something, right? And in the meantime, while you've been wasting energy on these people, you could have been putting in work to bring in multiple true dream clients. So 
we have to train ourselves to be thankful for when a person is honest and tells you no, because they quite possibly could be saving you a major headache down the road. And listen, major, major disclaimer here. I am not saying to not hone in your sales skills, okay? That is not what I'm saying. I think Every single person on the planet should take some type of sales training and brush up on it throughout their whole lives. It is very important. So I don't want you to hear this and assume the way you're going about your conversations is necessarily always the right way because maybe it's not. And for instance, if you're sending out copy and pasted cold messages, I'm going to go ahead and tell you that you're doing it wrong. But If you're not sending out a ton of cold messages and you're actually having genuine conversations, yet you're still getting back-to-back no's, I think it's important to test out a couple different strategies and tweak your conversation a bit or maybe ask for feedback from a knowledgeable source like your upline or a mentor. And when you do get a yes, take note on what you did differently, okay? So I just wanted to throw that out there because I don't want you to get it twisted. Sales is an art in and of itself for sure, and it takes practice to figure it out, and you should always be fine-tuning your approach. All right? So now that we got that out of the way, assuming you aren't atrocious at sales, how do you go about celebrating a no? You might be wondering. And I can only share what I do, so how I go about this myself is I have this general attitude, or I at least try to. It's sometimes easier said than done for sure, but I try and have the attitude of it's this or something better. And I really do believe that. I believe that it is our job to know what we want and then to take the action to set ourselves up to get the thing, right? Show up consistently, create the content, have the genuine conversations, prospect, whatever you do. But the when and the how that thing or person comes into our lives isn't up to us because we only know what we know. We have a very limited view of the situation and we have to trust that whoever's in charge, God, the universe, whatever you believe, we have to trust that he ultimately knows what's best and has our back. Okay. And Listen, I get told no just about every day because almost daily I'm having a conversation with someone about my mastermind or maybe a course or a workshop that I'm offering. And a lot of these conversations end with a big N-O. And in the beginning, when I was first getting started with my business, this sucked. (laughs) And I had had sales jobs before in the past, but At the time, I was selling someone else's stuff. You know, of course, I wanted a yes, but when I got a no, I never took it personally. But when you are selling something that is centered around you, the no's carry more weight for sure. And there were definitely times in the beginning of my business that I would let a no totally affect my whole day and probably block me from other better opportunities. But now, 
I'm much more practiced at the art of celebrating a no. And this attitude has played out in my favor every single time. And the first example of this I can think of, again, has to do with my mastermind. And I hope y'all don't get tired of hearing these, but it's my main offer in my business. So I have examples for days about it. But When I decided I was going to launch my mastermind, I had to do a lot of journaling around it to get my mind right. And if you haven't listened to the episode before this one, episode eight, I share all about this and how I was able to successfully fill my mastermind by journaling. So check that out for sure. But one of the things I did was I journaled on who my ideal mastermind member was. And I went into full detail about her attitude and her drive and all of the things. And as I was doing this, I kept thinking of some girls I knew personally that I thought would be perfect fits for the mastermind. They fit my description to the T. They all had their own businesses. I had even worked with each one at some level before, either through a one-on-one meeting or a course I had sold previously, so I felt so confident and sure that if I told these women about the mastermind and extended them an invitation, most, if not all of them, would become my first official members. And y'all, I got my energy behind this. I was so excited and high vibe about it. There wasn't a doubt in my mind that they were going to join. So I sent each one a personalized message. There was six of them. And I still have the piece of paper that I wrote their names down. But I sent each one a message explaining what I had going on and that they were first to know because I wanted them to have first dibs of the spots since spots were limited. And I went into details about how the mastermind would benefit their business and how I would be so honored to work with them on a deeper level, blah, blah, blah. And every single girl said no. Actually, that's not true. Two of them read it and never even responded. They just acted like I didn't send it. Like, what? And like I said, these weren't just some random cold messages I was sending out, y'all. I actually knew these women and they knew me. And not one wanted to do the mastermind for various reasons. But It was six very personal no's back to back. So it was a pretty big blow to my ego. And this took place right before I was going to announce it to the rest of my audience for the first time. Like, (laughs) abort mission. So at this point, I had two choices. I could continue to take the no's personally and make them mean something way deeper and negative than they really meant, which quite possibly could have influenced me not to launch the mastermind at all, or I could suck it up and remind myself what I really believed to be true, that these girls weren't a fit for the mastermind after all. That's it. And I was going to find the ones that were. And luckily, I chose the latter option and was able to keep a good attitude of this or something better. And sure enough, something better was coming indeed. I ended up filling my mastermind with over 10 women who were perfect matches for who I wanted to work with on a one-to-one basis. Isn't that awesome? So 
my call to action for you is to journal on this or marinate on it, whatever you do, maybe on past situations or current situations where you've let no's mean something more personal than what it should mean and how you can go about training yourself to not only accept a no for what it really is, but to celebrate it as well. Because all a no means right now is that a bigger, better yes is on its way if you believe and your actions back it up too. All right, friends, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, it would mean the world to me if you took a minute and shared it on your stories, don't forget to tag me, or with someone on your team as well. And if you really want to help a girl out, you could leave me a review here on iTunes because each one really does make a difference and lets me know that you're liking these episodes. Thank you again so much for listening, and I will see you here next week. Bye. Hey, friend. Thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode helped you in any way, you can directly impact my efforts by simply sharing a screenshot of this to your social media or team. Also, if you're looking for additional support, feel free to find me on Instagram at Allie I Reeves and or join the free Six Figure Influencer Facebook group.